Hi, thank you for joining me. My name is John Newby. This is John 2028 Apologetics. This is going to be episode three, and it's going to be on free speech. And what does the scripture say about free speech and how we're losing free speech in America? So, quick history lesson, you know, in, what is it, 1789, the United States Congress ratified the, the Bill of Rights, which made the Ten Commandments, not commandments, amendments of the Constitution. Now, and James Madison, you know, one of the fathers who uh, proposed these amendments, didn't believe the Constitution adequately protected, you know, all the human liberties. So the first and the most well-known amendment to protect this was the freedom of religion, speech, press, the rights to assembly and petition. I believe that covers it all. Which is basically that Congress should not make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abrogating the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and the petition of the government regardless of grievances. That's the U.S. Bill of Rights. So basically you can say whatever you want and that the means that the right to speak without government restriction or censorship is basically what it means. Now this is extremely unique pretty much anywhere in the world. There's Europe and other places where they did sort of take this in is definitely starting to dwindle down fast. There's a famous spot in England called Speaker's Corner and there's already starting to be restrictions on there. This is a spot particularly where Christians and Muslims have a lot of debates. And with the growing uh, Muslim population in England, a lot of the Christians go there and they debate the imams and, and uh, you know people who uh, worship Allah and follow the Prophet Muhammad. They have these debates there. And they're starting to push back on that because anything that is goes against their belief and their standard is considered racist, right? Or anti-Muslim. So America is one of the last frontiers of this um, this type of free speech that we have. But it's definitely under fire now with uh, how parlor is being shut down and how uh, there's, it seems to be this type of segregation was used throughout America's history with blacks and racial segregation now it seems to be segregation of political stances like they want to shut down conservatives and their their free speech because they don't like what they say so quickly before we continue in this just my two cents i do not believe anything exists called hate speech i don't believe it exists at all i believe anybody should say anything they want how you defeat um things you don't want to hear or things that aren't true you defeat them with facts and you defeat them in a debate so I don't I don't I think that a uh, anybody should be able to say anything they want it doesn't matter even if it's anti Christ I want them to voice their opinion and then this gives me an opportunity to show them the evidence of the resurrection it gives me an opportunity to share the gospel message it gives me you know the opportunity to share the scripture and a testimony okay that's what we're supposed to do it's jesus said go make disciples of all nations didn't go say shut everybody up because you don't want to hear what they got to hear go make disciples of all nations i think it looks 
extremely weak if we were to try to shut people down for saying what they wanted to say, even if it was anti-Christ. Um, it makes us look weak, like we're afraid of what they got to say. We boldly, we boldly scream out and proclaim the scripture. We're not tuck our tails and run. We, it is, it is our duty. Okay, we we should be proud of the historical evidence of the resurrection of Jesus. We should be proud of the of the historical evidence of the um, tenacity of the scripture, how it's been handed down to us. We should be proud of the early church fathers and their history and how they proclaimed the triune nature of Yahweh through hundreds of years of writings and from Ignatius to Polycarp to all them early church fathers. And we know that many of the founding fathers' ideas were greatly influenced by Judeo-Christian beliefs. So it's, they go hand in hand. Whenever Paul, getting back on the uh, subject of the free speech, whenever Paul went and debated the Jews and the Pharisees in the book of Acts and other spots, he didn't say, hey, you know, brothers and sisters, don't let them talk. He went and pulled out the scripture, which was the Torah and Tanakh at that time, and he debated them. So it was an exchange of ideas. It was the free speech that that he had and, and he used and he brought with that power of free speech to to the, show them that Christ is in the Old Testament and that he is the risen Messiah and that the Messiah had already came. But what's most important and why free speech is so important, okay, is that the Bible tells us to proclaim the truth. So... If you tell someone that they can't no longer speak the truth because it offends someone, then it's going to lead to, I mean, I'm just going to tell you honestly, American Christians are pretty weak, all right? We're very weak in our scripture, very weak in our um, grit. We tuck tail and run. You got Christians all across the world getting persecuted, getting murdered for converting, um, getting genocide and we just go to YouTube and type in where these Chinese this Chinese underground church gets a stack of Bibles and watch their reaction watch how they react they open up they pop open this box and they open up these this box they'll pull out the Bible and they hold it and they cry okay because there's massive persecution of Christians going across the world and and China, there's a massive Chinese underground Christian church. The Holy Spirit is moving in China. It's unbelievable. It's beautiful. But there's other parts of the world, obviously, where uh, the Holy Spirit will continue to move. And uh... But what I'm trying to say is we're supposed to proclaim the truth. And a lot of Christians, especially in America, are scared to do that. You're scared to tell your friends whenever they talk about homosexual relationships. You're scared to say, well, I don't support that. Um, I love the person, not the sin. You're, people are afraid to explain that. And people are afraid to... I mean, they'll say God, but they won't use the J word, you know? Jesus. They won't use the J word. But the Bible encourages us and tells us to speak with truthful. To build, build each other up with words. Okay? And use our words and our mouths to praise and worship God. Confess 
with thy mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, thou shalt be saved. Ephesians 4, 16, rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is ahead, into Christ. It says to speak the truth in love. Speak the truth. I mean, go to 1 Chronicles. Listen to this language. 1 Chronicles 16, 23 through 31. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Tell of the salvation from day to day. Tell of the salvation. Declare his glory among the nations. Okay, so like this, the language that the scripture uses. This is why free speech is so important. Because if someone doesn't like what you say, they're going to shut you up. They're going to try to shut you up anyways. And how are you going to handle it? Are you going to tuck tail and run? Are you going to continue to proclaim the gospel? Are you going to act like Peter when the crow, or when the rooster crowed, whenever Jesus Christ was about to be put on trial and beaten and lashed and crucified to death? How are you going to handle it? So remember this whenever you're out in the world and someone... Because here's the deal, okay? The government, say the government does end up limiting free speech, especially Christian speech. Like, say one day it is, uh, it's against the law to, to say that Jesus Christ is Lord. It's against the law, okay? Because you're supposed to submit to the government. Say, say it, it gets to that point, like some Orwellian 1984, which I do believe is going to come eventually, right? The government is not the one that gives you the power and the authority to, to have free speech. Okay, the scripture is the one that does give you the power and authority for free speech. If you continue to be afraid and ashamed of Jesus and to, to uh, like for instance, okay, I was watching a football game this past Monday, the Ohio State-Alabama game. One of my dear close friends who I love very much, but is not a Christian, we were having a... I don't know, I want to use the word debate, but we were having a, um, a heated conversation. And he said, you know, that he just made a broad general statement that homosexuality to him isn't wrong. We weren't talking about homosexuality. He just dropped it mid-conversation. And then I said to him, well, I don't agree with you on that. And he looked at me like, what I said was wrong. And I'm like, well, what objective moral standard do you have to say what I just said is wrong? Like, where do people, where do we get, where do they get this objective moral standard? Is it just based upon what society feels at the time? I don't know. I mean, we do have an objective moral standard. That is the teachings of Christ. He's the risen Lord, God, and King. If you don't want to agree with Jesus' teachings, you're more than welcome to. You know, if, uh, if, that's why Christ says that those who truly love me will listen and follow my teachings. Not everybody wants to. And here's the deal. If you don't, God, God's not going to, if you don't want to spend your relationship, if you want to build a relationship with Christ in your life, he's not going to force you to spend eternity with him if you don't want to spend eternity with him when you're alive. Okay? So he's not going to force you to do anything. But there will be a day. When every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So that day is coming eventually from 
anybody to anybody that's ever walked the earth will bend the knee okay so let me wrap this up here and i, I know i uh stumble on some of my words i'm still getting used to this podcast i appreciate you for listening but uh this is why free speech is important because it gives us the uh it lets people feel that they can say whatever they want but what really most important is, is that we have a duty and an obligation and a command from God, okay, through the scriptures to proclaim the truth and do it with love. Do it with love, but proclaim the truth. Don't be afraid. If someone has the, if someone at work or someone um, at a party or someone at um, a dinner has enough courage to say I believe in X then you should have enough courage to say well I believe in Y and I don't agree with your X but I believe in Y because we're the ones we're the ones that know the truth and we're commanded to share the truth God bless you and thank you for listening Lion and the Lamb podcast Jesus' mighty name.